it's only in my dreams. But they say if you dream a thing more than once, it's sure to come true. Now, come along with Callie and Cozy, and get tangled up in Disney. No choice. Here comes the smolder. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 32 of Tangled Up in Disney. Uh, thank you for bearing with us through our off week last week. Um, I love y'all, but <laughs> I had a big work trip and I was... It, it was crazy enough without having to try to get on my laptop Tuesday night before I flew to another place for more stuff. So um, this week we'll bring you some updates on everything that you've missed or maybe that you haven't missed, but that you just want to hear somebody talk about. Lots of things. I, it has been. <laughs> it has been. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we can... <laughs> We can jump right in. Um, I my my favorite quote that I think I I read from Twitter this week is his Bob Iger Prince Hans. I saw that, and I I was rolling. And I mean, I get it with what is happening. I don't know. So I'm confused. Iger's been like on and off as being rumored to sell Disney to somebody or sell off major parts of Disney, which is really funny because he acquired Marvel and Star Wars. Um, but lo and behold, um, ABC, FX, and Freeform, which used to be ABC Family, I think, are for sale. Um, and he has said that he wants to sell off the India portion of whatever that they have left for India broadcasting and wants a strategic partner for ESPN because he doesn't want to sell ESPN, but I don't think he wants to deal with it as a whole. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. We're selling bits and pieces. What do you think would buy it? If he sold, if he sold the whole thing, the whole thing, the whole thing, nobody has enough money in cash. So they would have to, sell other things in order to buy this or else come to a deal. So the the rumor's been Apple, but apparently the rumor's been Apple since like 2006. Like this mm. isn't new. Um I did some research. Apple has 200 billion dollars in cash. Disney's estimated worth this was in June, I read this article was 175 billion dollars. Wow. Um but they're not going to sell for $175 billion. They would sell for more because they obviously want to make a profit off the sale. Um, so even at $200 billion, they're saying that that still wouldn't be enough for Apple to just outright buy Disney. There would ha- they'd ha- so they'd have to like sell things or find money somewhere. However, however companies sell and buy each other. I, I don't know how that works. Me neither. That's, um, um, that's a lot of money. I, I think at the end of the day, I I don't foresee any time in our future Disney selling itself to somebody. 
Uh, but I could very well see Disney gaining partners. Like, honestly, I wouldn't be mad about Apple becoming a partner with Disney and having I like partial ownership. Um, yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff that they could do electronically, technology-wise, throughout the parks. Um, yeah, your phone could be like a, a magic band itself. Huh, here's the thing. It would be Apple exclusive. So sorry, Android and Google users. Aha, suckers. Um, I wouldn't I, feel bad. I, I, don't, I really don't think Disney would ever, would ever sell itself. Like, I, I, that, that just sounds crazy. I wouldn't think so. And it's like, I mean, I guess it goes back to what would Walt want? Uh, it, it's, nobody's going back to what would Walt I want. Feel like We're too should, far though. away from that. I feel like they should. It's, it's, it's a U.S.-based company that's all about money. It, it will never be about what would Walt want. Never. We're, we will sucks. never get back to that. Never? Never. Huh. You would have to have somebody come in who cares nothing about making a profit for the business, which, by the way, is dangerous for a business, um, because the Walt, the Disney that Walt wanted in 1960 wouldn't flourish or survive in a Disney today. That's fair. The cost of living itself, like, I don't understand how we're going to be expected to afford living. Yeah, like, so I saw, I, this is weird. It's nuts. This might get weird. Um, I saw a weird TikTok today about a lady in Canada who said her water bill every month's like $1,000. And between having to pay for water and heat, she's paying I, more for her utilities than like for her house. I saw that one. Um, wow, Canada. <laughs> it's, Inflation it here is, is nuts. It's not that bad here. <laughs> carbon tax on carbon tax on carbon tax. Yeah, it's like... You guys ugh. can keep your free health care. I'll, I'll keep my... I'll keep my $100 water a month bill and my $100 heat Yeah, a month I don't bill. understand how hers was $1,000 because ours is not that much. But it's I'm, like I'm more than happy to pay for my health care and only have to pay $200 a month in utilities. Thanks. I'll, I'll maintain that. Yeah. All, all good. Um, but yeah, no. Um, I don't know. There's, there's, there's things that we can bring back that make it closer to what Walt would have envisioned. Um, but like, I mean, I mean, even back in the day, you had different style tickets for the rides, right? Like you had the, you had the attractions, you had um, e-ticket things and it would cost more money to ride those rides because you'd have to buy the ticket for that ride. So it's all built into a cost today for your ticket and then lightning lane, genie, all of that. So, I mean, having to spend money on it isn't isn't the difference i just i don't know yeah disney don't sell just get a partner they got to do something well Apple. they are um at least they've realized they're pulling back on the star wars and marvel content um they realize that they're putting out way too much marvel and star wars content and they are absolutely flooding it and nobody cares anymore yeah um, they said that they need to, what did, so what did Iger say? He need, they want to focus on newer characters as opposed to doing sequels, um, because the latest Thor was God awful. Um, the latest Ant-Man, I haven't seen that one yet. It's on my list. I wasn't a huge fan of the Ant-Man series as a whole. So like, I haven't seen the newest one, but no. I heard it wasn't the best. Yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, 
we've talked about it, how much Marvel stuff has come out in the last like two years. An insane amount. Yeah. You like, can't keep up with it anymore. Shows and things. No, I, don't, I have no idea. Like mo- movies aside, because like it used to be like, oh my God, a new Marvel movie's coming out. This is huge. We have to go see it. And now it's like, oh yeah, that Marvel movie's coming out. Have you watched these 10 shows that you have to watch in order to like really understand and appreciate the plot line for this? Yeah. It's too much. Um, Star Wars is doing the same thing. Star Wars is pumping out a lot of shows, which to their favor, in their favor, they've been good shows. Um, I actually, I haven't, out of the Star Wars shows that I have watched, I haven't watched all of them. I'm still behind. Um, I haven't watched a bad one yet. So good for them. Uh, But I think it's very true that they are putting way too much into that because they knew it was going to make them money. And it is just the amount of money that they put into production for these. And then the return money isn't equaling. Yeah. I think they need to focus more on new stories, especially rather than remakes. Like I'm, there's a new, I'm done with remakes. There's a new Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Which looks horrible, by the way. There's a lot of controversy and, I understand why, because I have opinions on it that it just, it doesn't make sense. But I don't like, please, need a 50th Snow White. Just stop. Stop with the remakes. Put all of that energy and time into like thinking of a new story. Mm-hmm. There's so many cultures and things around the world that have like cool. Just pull from fairy tales. Continue to do what you did. And pull from fairy tales from different cultures. Yeah. Done. There's, no, so, am, there's so much out there. The number of do. Snow White and Cinderella remakes between, between Disney itself, between um, Disney Channel originals, between just other people doing spinoffs of... There's so many. I, there's, there's, it's too many. It's too much. You cannot reimagine Snow White or Cinderella in a way that hasn't already been reimagined. Yeah. Stop doing it. Find something new. And no, I'm not asking for you to do a reimagining of Rapunzel on top of it. I, I, no. just, I want you to do something new. Just leave Tangled how it is. It was perfect. Don't <laughs> just stop. I would. Okay. If you're going to pull from known characters, I want to know the connection. I want to further explore the connection between um, Frozen and Tangled. Mm-hmm. I would be interested in that. I Even think if it's if, short, give me a, give me like one of those 10 minute shorts at the beginning of a new Disney movie. And it just explains how they're like actually familiar, familiarly connected because they've already confirmed that that's a thing. Yeah. I just want to know. I want to know more. Well, and I think if they were to do more like, like, I think I mentioned it before, like an Ursula movie yeah. where you get to know her backstory and like you can pull from movies you already have, but Explore just more. like just give us more to it. I don't know. Want want. I mean, they're not getting much done with between what was it? There was a writer strike and now there's an actor strike. Or yeah, they're still going on. I saw that there's a bunch of movies that could possibly be delayed because of these strikes. Yep. Yay! Which were already like weren't a bunch of them already pushed back. A bunch of the Disney ones had already been pushed back. Yeah. So this is just going to continue to push back anything that's associated with the 
Actors Guild strike, which is like everything. Great. I, you know, I'm not a big movie person these days, although I, I think we're going to go see, I'm going to say it wrong, Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, mm. Oppenheimer. We're going to go see Oppenheimer sometime this week. We're going to see Barbie, but on theaters. I think we're going to wait for Barbie to come out on like video or streaming or something. Cause yeah, my mom saw it last night. I'm interested in it. And Trey said he would watch it with me, but it just doesn't seem like a theater movie. She said, like, I don't that- need to be in the theater for it. She said it was good. It was like kind of so ridiculously over the top. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Kind of thing. Which is, I, you know what? I want that from Barbie and I expect that from Barbie. Yeah. So I'll see it, but I'm, I won't go to theaters. <laughs> um, yeah, really looking forward to a three-hour historical movie, but. Which? It'll, it'll be fine. I'm, I hate long movies. <laughs> it'll be fine. I mean, look, unless you're giving me like a true to true to the word remake of a book, I'll I'll sit through a six hour remake of a book I like because then you're not cutting anything out. Fair. Do that. When does um, Honor Mansion come out? That's end of this month, right? End of this um, August. August 18th. Are you going to go see that? Probably. In the theaters? Um, Haunted me. I, that, it'll depend on if I go see it by myself or with Trey. I'm kind of a baby, so I don't know if I can watch I that would, one. It's not scary. Are you sure? July 28th. It's not I a scary know. movie at all. Yeah, but it's ghosts and stuff. It's not scary. It's, it's, it's more funny than it is scary. Okay, then maybe I'll watch it. <laughs> Have you seen the, um, the, this is a remake. Have you seen the old Haunted, Ma- Haunted Mansion movie? No. That one's good. You should watch that one first. Okay. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything for this one, but you'll be able to tell, hey, this isn't scary other than the fact that, like, it's, the colors are darker because it's a Haunted Mansion. It is spooky. No, I mean, it's, you, you've ridden the ride, right? Yes. It's the ride. I have. It's not that bad. I was scared. Oh my God. I was scared going on to it, but it was fine. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I never thought that I would like, I never thought I'd meet somebody who's worse than me when it comes to scary things. Cause like I can't touch scary. I used to, I used to be way worse about it, but since being on Twitch, I could, I watch people play scary games all the time. And so like, I'm, I'm usually good on games. Um, but yeah, no, I cannot say I've ever been afraid of the Haunted Mansion. I was afraid going on to it because I didn't know. But then it was fine when I was on it. So, you know, that's fine. <laughs> anyway, what else you got? <laughs> um, so there was a, I think we talked about it. There was a Magic Key lawsuit. So this was a lawsuit for um, Disneyland Magic Key holders. And I think it had to do with we're buying these magic keys, but then there's blackout dates. There's not supposed to be blackout. It's like hidden blackout dates. You get to the parks and they're like, oh, sorry, we're at capacity. We can't let you in, et cetera. Um, And for the top tier, for these Disneyland pass holders, you're not supposed to have blackout dates. Um, There might be more to it. I remember talking about it briefly, but anyway, um, they came to a settlement. And so they have until, where's my date? They have until August 31st to reach full settlement terms. And then it will be released. And from the notes of what I'm saying, 
that the it was one lady who sued Disney over it. She's not the only one who's going to be receiving benefits from the settlement, which mm-hmm. should mean that if you are a Disneyland magic key pass holder for the times alleged within the lawsuit, there should be some type of benefits that you're reaping, whether that be monetary, something else. We'll find out once the settlement details are released, but it sounds like it's going to impact everybody who had pass holders, which is really good. Huh. Interesting. It doesn't shock me that they settled either. They want to keep that out of court. They're in court too much right now. There's too many lawsuits up against Disney currently. That's rough. Speaking of, there was, um, who was it? The governor of Florida put up a dismissal for the case against him from Disney for the whole Florida Disney issue that's been going on. Um, And a judge has said that they need more time to review uh, because... Governor DeSantis wants it to be dismissed prior to him starting his presidential campaign, which will be starting mm. very soon for him. He doesn't want to have to deal with it. Right. Um, so the judge is like, yeah, um, I need more time to review this before I rule on whether we're dismissing it or not. So stay tuned. We'll probably get more news on that sometime in the next three months. I got to look and see when his decision dates do by. But that'll be interesting. Um, I have one. Yeah. The uh, San Francisco restaurant at Disneyland opens the 25th today. Today. The 25th. And the food there looks fire. Did it? I haven't, I didn't have a chance Mm. to look up what they're selling there. I, I looked up a lot of different food menus today. It looked fantastic. They also released some of the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween f- foods. Yep. I have too. that pulled open too. They look fantastic. So there's, let's see. It's crazy, like, how creative Disney is, even with food. Oh, I know. It's the best. It's like, yeah, the rides are so cool. Like, but like even the food, I love it. So this one, they've got it. It's a mummy treat at the Cheshire Cafe in Magic Kingdom. It's a flaky pastry filled with chocolate hazelnut filling and topped with uh, white icing stripes. That sounds to me like it's their Cheshire Cat treat just renamed, which I'm totally fine with because that's one of the best things that they had on their menu there. Um, they've got some slushies and coffees. Here's a meatball sub that they're doing at Cosmic Rays that looks phenomenal i would love to try that i got to talk to benny and see if he's going because i need to give him a list of food to try for me (laughs) i'm gonna we're gonna tell him to try a bunch of food and then we'll have him on to do food reviews yes um fryer's nooks got some yummy look they have a a bratwurst this one this one i actually want a recipe for and i'm gonna try a buffalo chicken hand pie so pastry Stuffed with the buffalo chicken, and they top it with a spicy ranch drizzle and blue cheese powder. That sounds yummy. Totally on board for that. Um, loaded sweet potato fries, and they're loaded with cinnamon sugar, marshmallow cream, butterscotch chips, and toffee pieces. So it's like literally loaded sweet sweet potatoes. A new Mickey-shaped cinnamon roll topped with orange frosting and sprinkles. This is the one to look out for at Pecos Bills. They have a Cajun burger and it's a Cajun spiced all beef patty with a fried green tomato, 
Cajun andouille dip and um, Creole remoulade, but it's served on a black bun. Ooh. You're going to be pooping some colors. <laughs> so Any, if anybody tries they it. give you black buns, <laughs> hard pass. So if anybody tries it, let us know what color your poop was. <laughs> oh, it'll be green because that's the food coloring used in black buns. Gross, man. Yeah. Thanks, Burger King. That's how I learned that. <laughs> I was like, I remember when they, whatever burger it was that Burger King put out where they had it. I think it was like a Halloween style one and it came on black buns and Google searches for like the first week after it came out. Was, Why is my poop green? It's food coloring in the, in the black bun. <laughs> Things that you find out. Oh, I love that. Um, ooh, Sleepy Hollow. So Sleepy Hollow is one of my favorite places because they have the um, morning waffle sandwiches. They're getting some chicken wings that sound phenomenal. And then they have a funnel cake there as well. There's Y'all got to look at the food. It, it looks so good. So good. So good. And the perk is that it is available during regular park hours as well as during the not so scary Halloween party. So, oh, nice. Um, for so most of exclusive. them. So, there's some things that are, they have the March. So, there is a link, and I will tweet it out on the show Twitter if you want to look over it. Um, they have specifically marked which foods are available only during the party versus during regular hours and the party. So, if you're mm. going and you want to try some of these, but you don't have tickets for Mickey's Not So Scary, Look through this and figure out what things you can have. It's a lot. They have a lot that's available during both. Huh. That'll be cool. Yeah, their food looks so cool, like the way they present it for Halloween. So gross looking, some of it. <laughs> um, good. Speaking of, so they have, I'm just going to go down my food stuff. So Lucky Fortune Cookery, Cookery, at DCA, um, they redid their menu, and it looks phenomenal. Um, so they have a Karage-inspired chicken sandwich, which is, it's just, um, I think it's Korean-style fried chicken uh, on a potato bun, some teriyaki chicken, a beef bulgogi burrito, which is like just reading it, I my mouth's watering. I love bulgogi. So I'd I be don't down even know that. what that is. It's just marinated beef. Oh. So it's like thinly sliced marinated beef. Um, and then they, with this, they have rice, cabbage, slaw, and garlic chips. I think the garlic chips might be on the side, but everything else in the burrito. Oh. Um, a beef birria ramen, which is, that is so the trend right now. But so it's, it's the ramen with birria on top, a soft boiled egg, Monterey Jack cheese, cilantro, roasted corn, onions, and radish. I would eat that immediately. That's worth, that's $16 and it's worth every dollar. $16? I bet you it's massive. Okay. Also, this doesn't, this is California, um, California pricing, which doesn't shock me because DCA pricing is insane, even compared to normal Disney prices of what I'm used to. Everything in California is more expensive. Man. Um, but they've got some udon noodles with the crispy karage inspired chicken and uh, pork wonton nachos. And then standard teriyaki chicken. Um, I would I would be down for all of that. And everything on that. I would be able, like, you know, people are doing those wheel spins on TikTok. I would not be afraid to do a wheel spin here because I would eat everything off this menu. <laughs> it looks fantastic. I would be very scared. Why? 
Actually, oh, all beef that and stuff, chicken. All that stuff does sound like something I would eat. Which is good. Um, I, I, uh, surprise, I've been building a list. I've been going through some restaurants as they've been updating their menus. And I'm building a list of things to check with you before you go on your trip to see if you've eaten them. And um, you're going to have one thing out of DCA and one thing out of uh, Disneyland that you have to try and report back for the podcast. Homework? Yeah. Okay. And there's two things from Lucky Fortune Cookery on my list so far to narrow down to. Yay. <laughs> there's actually a place in, I saw it on, uh, you know, the Magical Millennial on Instagram and TikTok. I love her. She got these buffalo um, chicken strips. Mm-hmm. They're just smothered in buffalo sauce, hot sauce, and ranch. Mm-hmm. I saw her eat those. Those look really good. They're not on this list. That's too easy for you, uh, but they I'm, look fantastic. I'm eating those. Good. Because they look so good every time. Like, she's put them on her Instagram multiple times. They are. They look fantastic. Oh, I that's that's like my number one. <laughs> it's my number one that I'm going to go eat. This list. I'm very proud of it. I'm working really hard on it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. I don't know. What's what's the craziest thing I have on here? Um, honestly, the beef bulgogi burrito might be the craziest thing or the horchata agua fresca, but it's just horchata. I don't like horchata. I've actually you tried, tried it. horchata. I've had horchata. Okay, yeah. I'll take that off the list because you've tried it. Yeah. Um, what's the other thing? Um, either the Ronto wrap or the Asante Sana Sambusa over in Disneyland. Asanta Wadahuda? So you, from Lion King, Asante Sana Squash Banana. So that's what it's named after. But it's Asante Sana Sambusa. Um, sambusa. Hold on. What the heck is Sambusa? We're get into this today. Asante Sana Sambusa. So this is at the Troubadour Tavern, in case anybody is interested. Um, it is a pastry filled with curry spiced potato and mixed vegetables served with a mango chutney on the side. It looks it looks like a little hand pie. It looks so good. That doesn't sound terrible. Yeah, it's just curry. And it's Disney, so it's not even going to be spicy curry. So like, but I, that's the thing. I love spicy. Oh, well, which is so weird because I'm picky. <laughs> like I'm a pickier eater, but usually, I love spicy. Usually people who love spicy things don't go with people who are picky. But yeah, I know I'm weird. The buffalo chicken, though, does look fantastic. I'm excited for your review on that. Yes. Um, what's the other food thing I have? So Trails End, which is the restaurant attached to the Fort Wilderness Resort in Disney World, um, closed for a refurbishment and it is now reopening. Um, it's going to be a quick service restaurant. Excuse me. Um, you can get family sized portions um, or individual portions. They have things like pizza, barbecue and sides. They have a lot of different desserts. The menu looks really good. Um, I never got to eat at Trails End before they closed it out, but I mean, this still looks all really good. So that should be fantastic for everybody. And then they updated um, their lounge that's next to it that was called Crockett's Tavern. And they have a wide variety of drinks and then little appy sides. So they've got like Ooh. a trio of sliders that it's a pork slider, a brisket slider, and a buffalo chicken slider. Um, chicken bites that are seasoned with either buffalo, a garlic parmesan, or a blueberry barbecue. Oof. We have charcuterie boards, and then their crispy cauliflower 
is new for both restaurants. Um, if you're going for more a vegetarian vegan option. So the food looks delicious. Chicken bites. Yum. (laughs) Chicken, everything. There was a, I guess this is kind of food, but not. Have you seen the new popcorn bucket? Is it the train one? Yes. Yes. It was on my list. It looks really cool. It looks so cool. That's um, one that I would spend money on. We have one from when we took Aiden when he was two. Um, Disneyland or Disney World was doing them, um, but they don't look as realistic as this one. So this one was like, it was like a, a toy train. Um, it's, it works the same way where the steam um, engine comes off the top and it's a whistle. Um, he was obsessed with that when he was little, uh, but you'd put the popcorn inside it and you'd be able to sit and eat it. You can blow the whistle out. So this is very similar, except it actually looks like, like an, an IRL a train. train. <laughs> it looks really cool. The wheels like move. The wheels on the train go round and round. Yes. And the light on the front works. It's a really neat popcorn bucket. Um, this one's going to sell out. So like if you're in Disneyland and you want this, like be prepared. Sorry, Cozy, it's not going to be there. No. It's- <laughs> this is, this is going to sell out day one and then maybe they bring it back for another day. Yeah. Um, I know you saw it because you sent it to me. The Disneyland Paris drones with like the um, more in-depth that they showed of how pretty it is and how it's set up. Oh my gosh. Did the you drone see? Show's so cool. Lumiere. The it cathedral looks- was mind-blowing because they even yeah. did it with forced perspective so that like it looked like a 3D cathedral in the sky. Like it's not just drones doing the front of a cathedral. No. It it's like really you're going cool. through a cathedral. They did a fantastic job, and I am even more upset that we don't have drone shows yet in the U.S. That was like that. I watched it a couple times. It's really cool. If you guys because haven't it seen just, it, go to YouTube and check it out. It's so neat. Boggle my mind. That was so cool. It's it's amazing. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really upset that we don't have drone shows yet. Uh, we we texted about it uh, a couple of weeks ago, but yeah, I I want drone shows. So bad. Yeah. They're so cool. Um, back to the San Francisco. It officially opens August 31st. And they're going to have Baymax and Hero. And Baymax talks. I saw that. He like says things. So yeah, I, I think that's going to be really cool. I'm excited to see some videos come out of that. Because um, all the updates I saw was like, oh, we weren't allowed to take video. But like, wait till you see it. It's really cool. I want to see it. Oh, food and wine starts this week. Mm. We're gonna mm. we're gonna have a food and wine episode because I want to talk some of the food at the different Epcot pavilions because it's always so cool what they put out. Um, so if you guys are really interested, uh, if you're going, food and wine does start on um, today's Tuesday, so it starts on Thursday, seven twenty seven. And I'm excited to see if there are some new um, new pavilion areas, what new food options there are. I love food and wine. Have you been to Disney World during food and wine before? Yep. When um, our honeymoon, when we got married and we were down there for our honeymoon, it was during food and wine. Oh, okay. The food was so good. I'm looking forward to one day going again. Because um, like, Flower and Garden, super cool. They always have really good food for festivals in Epcot. But like food and wine is it, man. I, I, I do not watch 
more I like I I watch more Disney vlogs during food and wine than like the rest of the year. Because right. I just want to watch everybody's food and wine vlogs. They're so good. And see what foods are the best foods. Yeah. Cause and then everybody has different opinions. Cause like I watch Tim Tracker. Like Tim Tracker is one of my favorite YouTube bloggers. Um, he doesn't like seafood. And so mm -hmm. there's some things where he's like, mm, yeah, like I'll try it to say that I did, but like, I don't think I'm going to like it. Whereas, mm -hmm. um, Adam Hatton, who I also watch, I watch, I watch his everything regardless, but, um, he doesn't do mushrooms. Um, so oh. there's some things where he doesn't try mushroom related things or has them taken off. And is like, I wonder if it could be better with that. So you get it, you watch everybody and you get a wide variety and you can kind of feel for yourself like, oh, okay, these people like it. These people don't. It's probably good or it's not. I wouldn't try it. Right. I'm really into it. Huh. I love food and wine. What does Canada have for, for food and wine? Um, so typically they have a beer cheese soup, a um, poutine. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think they usually have a beer and something else because I think they usually have three or four different things. Uh, maybe a dessert in there somewhere. Beaver um, kale? More often than not, they have their beer cheese and beer cheese soup and then the Almost always, it's some type of poutine. They might change up what type of poutine it is, like the different flavors that they have on it. But there's right. like, I would bet my entire paycheck that there is poutine on that pavilion. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Because there's, it's going to be there. Yeah. It's what we're famous for. <laughs> I don't know. I want one of those beaver tails still. You know, I actually don't think I've ever had one. What? I think I might have had a bite. Every time I've gone, oh I just eat so much food before, like dessert, and then I just, I don't have room. I need to next time we go to Banff. You should. All right. So this year on the Canadian, I would lose money. Um, the Canadian Pavilion mm -hmm. this year is going to have the Canadian cheddar and bacon soup served with a pretzel roll for five seventy five. dollars Pretzel roll, yum. And they are also going to do um, a wild mushroom beef filet mignon with a truffle butter sauce for eight seventy five. That actually sounds delicious. It does. Uh, and then they have. I love a filet mignon. Um, they have a wine and a beer available as well. Mm. Some fancy looking Ooh. wine and some fancy looking beer. I'm not into wine or beer. So and it looks really good. The steak looks phenomenal. Oh, that these pictures sounds look so good. And it's honestly for eight seventy five. I would expect it to be a smaller portion, but it's a pretty big portion. Nice. Go Canada. Go okay. Canada. Well, that's cool. Um, so yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. I definitely what I want to do outside of food and wine. I want to do one where we go around each of the countries and we pick one food item from each country and why we would eat it. And then I want to talk food and wine as well. So that I'd would do be that. Fun. Um, none of the menus have chicken tenders. You have to, you're going to have to branch out a little bit. I can find things. <laughs> you know, I'm broadening my <laughs> palate. Buffalo chicken strips on the way. See? That's I not just chicken look, strip. They do look really good. Buffalo chicken. They also have Thai ones too. I, I, I want to try some Thai chicken bites. They're really good. Oh, now I want some. Great. Thanks, I'm, Callie. You're welcome. I'm going to order some after 
podcast. Do it. Do it. Um, oh, DVC members right now get 20% off of VIP tours in Disney World. Uh, but the VIP tour has to be for August 15th through September 30th. So basically, if you're local or you're already planning a trip, if you want to do a VIP tour and you're a DVC member, you get 20% off the total, which oh, is a really good discount. They've got a bunch of um, discounts at Disneyland, too. They're trying to get um, people to go for the summer. Yeah, like they're like, if you're a Disney Plus subscriber, 20% off at Disneyland hotels. It's like, what? It's a low bar. That's, a, that's a really good. Well, yeah, it's because Very they're good. charging you $30 for Disney Plus now. They're like, well, we can take $30 per night off your room because we're charging you $30 a month for Disney Plus. Um, this is definitely going, it's going to impact Disney World. Um, Mirrors and Sunshine Connect. So those were two bus services that were offering transportation from Orlando Airport to Disney World once uh, Magical Express was no longer a thing. Um, so they were offering them separately. Mirrors was more reliable, but more expensive. Sunshine Connect offered cheap options, but wasn't as like up on their customer service, I think. Mm. Um, Mirrors bought Sunshine Connect and they are combining, which they're going to have more tra trains. They're going to have more buses and I think more availability, but the price is going to go up. So whereas on Sunshine Connect, they were doing promos for like $12 one way um, per person. Mirrors is like $45 round trip per person. So the pricing mm. is going to be expensive and it's monopolized now. So Mirrors can really charge whatever they want for your transportation if you're going from the airport to the parks. Um, because now your only options are to book them or to rent a car or to use Uber. Oh. Yeah. Um. Uber, if you're not renting a car, Uber is always the cheapest and fastest way to get there. Uh, but for larger families, they would use these buses, but it's expensive now. Have you uh, used Turo? No. I have not used a single ride service app ever. We use Turo. So that's like you rent a car from a person? Yeah. yeah um, it works really well. That's good. You can't get insurance for that. So they have no insurance on that vehicle. Because nobody will sell you insurance for that commercially. But we had to get, I have to ask Mark how that worked. Because we had insurance. Our tire popped on, on the Turo car. <laughs> it was a mess. <laughs> but it, it was really smooth for us. That's good. There was some kind of insurance. I have to ask Mark. Um, I've, I've spent too, long, too much of my life selling commercial insurance and being around. around Sorry, around commercial insurance to trust that. But I'm glad mm. it worked. Yeah. So, hey, it's always an option for everybody. Just do your research before you do it. But, hey. Yeah. It is an option for you. <laughs> um, Disneyland, Disneyland, Disney World is offering extremely specific extended evening hours for Hollywood Studios. You have to be staying on property in a deluxe resort deluxe villa or at the swan or dolphin um and it is only for uh september 30th october 5th october 11th october 19th and october 25th so if you are going to disney world sometime 
on one of those five dates and you are also staying in some type of deluxe resort or villa, you get like 30 minutes extra in the park at night. Congratulations. 30 minutes. That's it. I don't know. It's like 30 minutes or an hour or something. It's, it's never enough. Uh, it's really, really specific guidelines though. And it feels weird. And it's not even all the rides. It's only a partial list of rides. Now, granted for Hollywood studios who only have like eight rides to start, it's the majority of the rides on that, but it is, it's missing one of the star Wars rides. So you get smugglers run and star tours, which you don't get, um, rise of the resistance, rise of the resistance, rise of the resistance is not included. I think some of the smaller rides aren't included. I don't know. It feels weird. I, I guess Disney, thanks for offering it. But no thanks. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. It, um, it feels really weird. It's one of those ones where it's like, hey, you guys have been wanting this. Here, you can have this under these like five requirements. You have to be there on these five specific dates. If not, wah, wah. Mercury must be in retrograde. It must be a Saturday. Sun must be shining into a, into a cloudy evening. Yeah, I know. It's, it's weird specific. So bizarre. Um, one thing that they recently released was uh, posters, character posters for Wish. Oh, yeah. I am actually really looking forward to that movie. I'll probably see it in theaters. Thank God they're doing more marketing for it than they did for Elemental. Yeah, my mom and my mom and sister went to see Elemental in theaters and they said it was so good. So yeah, it's fantastic. But they screwed up so the marketing. So I'm glad they're talking more about Wish. I just hope they continue to talk about it and do more. Yeah. I'm I'm looking because again with that one, it's like it's something new. It's like it's a new story that we haven't heard and about they need more of that's those. really important. Yeah. But like I'm I'm really, really excited for it. I'm looking forward to that one. Oh, um, I want to clarify because <laughs> I got pushback on this from the podcast last week. Um, Did you? Elemental. Elemental is doing very, very well. And if you look at numbers, it is the best performing Disney movie since, the, since COVID. Um, really? Yes. Wow. It is, it's performing phenomenally well. If you look at the numbers, but if you compare to something like Frozen or even I think Frozen 2 pre-lockdown, there is a major, major gap. Um, like Frozen 2 was in the billions and Elemental is like, what was it at? Like 300 million, 400 million. So look, looking at numbers compared to recent releases, it is the best performing Disney movie out there, which is very surprising for the lack of marketing they did for it. Um, if you released Frozen 2 or if you put out a Moana 2 right now, Moana 2 would blow it out of the water. Oh, if yeah. If you put out Frozen 3 right now, it's going to blow it out of the water. Um, so I'm not saying it is a better movie than anything that's come out, but it is the best performing film uh, post-COVID. Yeah. Which, and it's its own story, too. Yep. It's its own story. Uh, it's a Pixar movie. I Pixar movies don't shock me, especially when they do well. Um, it could have Pixar. done better if it had better marketing. There was not much. None. Yeah. None. And it's no like marketing. Barbie, Barbie movie had so much marketing that they probably, not probably, they didn't need because people were going to go see it anyways. Yeah. Plus the cast. 
So they just, yeah, they needed to do way better. So fingers crossed, wish will do well. Um, I mean, it, look, it's a good look for the movies that a movie can still be performing well right now when Disney right now is not doing very well with their movies. Movies are flopping. They're going straight to streaming services. And Little Mermaid's already coming out on a streaming service. What, next month? Like August 2nd? Score. Um, to the theater. Yeah, right. Right. And that's the thing is you wait two and a half months, three months, it's going to be out on a streaming service. You don't have to go to the theaters. So movies are not performing well in theaters, which is where they traditionally make the most money. Right. Um, so it's a good sign that it is performing well, comparatively speaking, but I am not saying it is a better movie than Frozen, Encanto, et cetera. No. If Encanto wasn't put out at the very end of COVID, it would have performed, it would have way outperformed what it did. Yeah. The only reason that Elemental has technically outperformed Encanto at this point is because of when it came out due to the pandemic. We're, we're that much further out from COVID. If you put out an Encanto 2 today, it would probably, like within a month, double what Elemental did. You think they'll, you think they'll do a sequel to that one? They're doing a sequel to everything else. <laughs> That's fair. Um, it's harder when you don't have a villain because, like, what do you do? What what is your the new house? conflict that you have to introduce? Um, she has she has kids. The house turns. And we're evil. finding out the kids' gifts, I guess, and there's some crazy conflict with that. Yeah, I don't know. I guess Bruno could be your built-in conflict again. He has a vision about somebody. Yeah. Um, so they have not announced anything with um, Fantasmic for Disneyland yet, but nope. they are doing um, a jazz band. It's going to be playing on Rivers of America. It's going to be three performances a night at like 7.30 p.m. And I think I saw that that starts sometime in August. Um, so it doesn't sound like it is replacing Fantasmic. So you might still get Fantasmic back. At some right. point in time, but the, they are replacing it currently or providing a different entertainment at night, which is good. I'm still thinking they're going to bring Phantasmic back. They're just reworking it. No dragon. At least not that style. <laughs> <laughs> not one that uh, breathes fire. Well, they have a fire breathing one in, D in Disney World. They have two in Disney World. Are they still not breathing fire? Because remember after that whole scenario, they were um, like, okay, no fire anywhere. I haven't, I haven't actually seen, because I don't know if they are, I don't know if they're doing the fantasy parade in Magic Kingdom right now. I'm not, we talked, I'm not a parade person. I don't keep up on parades. Uh, I don't know what they're doing for the afternoons right now. Um, but Fantasmic and Disney World should still have the fire. I'm almost 100% certain there is still fire for Disney World Fantasmic, um, which has a different setup than Disneyland Fantasmic. So wouldn't be shocking. Huh. Interesting. That's why I'm like, they're going to they're gonna rework it. I don't, I don't think they're going to be getting rid of it. We shall see. Probably about what? By the end of the year is what they said, that they're going to be like having it on pause through at least end of the year. Labor Day. Wasn't the last time oh. Labor Day? I don't remember. There's been I so many things that have been on pause that was either Labor Day and then got pushed again or was just Labor Day. 
Um, DCA and Downtown Disney are getting a Disney Junior and Friends play date. It's going to be for three days. So it's going to be August 18th through the 20th. Um, August 18th, it is going to be in DCA. And they're going to have characters like Mickey and Minnie, Donald and Daisy. Uh, and they're also going to have Doc McStuffins, Sophia, Elena, Vampirina, Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, and Mira. And it's going to be, there's going to have a stage show. There's going to be a hands-on cupcake decorating course based on Alice's Wonderland Bakery. Oh. And they're also going to have a Spidey and Friends photo wall set up. Oh, Ricks would love that. Which is cool. And then in downtown show. Disney, they are going to be doing um, a lot of treats based on various um, shows. And there's also going to be a Star Wars photo wall set up. So it sounds like the majority is going to be on the 18th in DCA with some carryover things, the 19th and 20th in downtown Disney. But it looks really cool. I love when they do things specific to Disney Junior because I feel like it's always a throwaway. Like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, here's this Disney Junior thing. Have fun. Like Disney Will World, they used Lee? to have an entire area that was Disney Junior in Hollywood Studios. Mm. Um, and they did like daily stage shows where you could go take the kids and they could see their their TV show characters. And they don't have that anymore. Um, I think the only way you really get it is a character breakfast, which is one of the worst character breakfasts in the park. Mm. Uh, the food is always, always marked as being horrible. <laughs> um, so if that's the only way that you can see Disney Junior characters, like it, it sucks for the youngest category that you're trying to really reach there. So good on them for doing something in Disneyland. Hopefully they do something like that in Disney World too. wonder if Bluey will be there. And no, they don't have rights to Bluey. Not for that. That's why they don't have any Bluey stuff in the parks. Get the rights, Disney. They got to do as something. They're, as they're looking to sell. <laughs> Buy Bluey. They would make so much money selling Bluey merch and having yeah. a Bluey in the park. They're a little like Bluey and Bingo. Oh, my God. I need a Bluey ride. I have the perfect... I, I have an idea for a Bluey ride. It would be... Um, so like Mickey and Minnie's runway, runway if railway, you say it. but you have, you have them in, um, the healer's Jeep and you're like going down the road and they're telling stories. It, like there, there's the episode where they're in the car and the parents are dropping the kids off. I think at their grandparents cause the parents are going on a getaway. And so as they're driving in the car, the kids are telling a story about how they're going to escape and go with the parents. And the parents are like, well, no, we're going to block you by doing this. And then you're going to fall oh, into yeah. a pit. Um, and it's, it's literally just like a hand, I mean, it's all hand drawn, but you know what I mean? It's like a paper drawn episode of stick figures of these, anim of, um, the dogs doing whatever. And yeah. like, you can make that into a ride. Oh yeah. And if you just have it on walls like that, where it's like changing scenery, you could do different stories. So you, it gives, um, um, multiple rideability because you have different stories. That was the best thing when it was, um, when it used to be the great movie ride in Hollywood Studios in Disney World, there was your standard ride, and then there was the cowboy show. So it, the normal one was you got on a on like a studio tour car, and you were driving through, and you got hijacked by a mob person who wanted to like steal a jewel or something like that. Um, 
but there was a secret one that they only did like once every hour where it was the cowboy version and the cowboy like hijacked you. And it was, oh. it was a big thing because it was like, oh, my God, we've got the secret one. And like if the cast members were nice enough, you could ask, hey, can I stay for the like, can I wait for the cowboy show? Because they know when the cowboy show is going to be and they'll put you on the right trolley for it. But like you'd have to be willing to wait. Right. Um, so that would be cool. They could definitely do that and have like different stories come through. I'm not saying you need to hire me, Disney, because I don't know that I want to work for you, but um, I have really good ideas and you could pay me as a idea consultant. maker. I'll consult for you. My fee is one annual pass and $20,000 per idea plus royalties. Thank you. I feel like you should have three annual passes. The $20,000 plus royalties will get the other two. Mm -hmm. Your ideas are so good that serves three. I, you know, I, I won't, I won't say that you're wrong on that, but I, I do need some, maybe I started don't three sell and I negotiate down. Don't sell yourself short. Push, push for it. Negotiating tactics. That's all I had. There was a lot this week. Yeah. I just want to know, did Benny get that massive 13 foot Jack Skellington Halloween I don't think he did. They sold out what I saw. They are sold out. So unless somebody got it for him and are like going to surprise him with it, because uh, I'm pretty sure we would have gotten messages from Benny if he did. Oh, my gosh. I got it. <laughs> Look what my wife got me. Shh, don't tell my wife. <laughs> More like it. Yeah. No, that was. Uh, I think that was everything I had, too. I'm looking forward. So we should do that next week. Do you want to look at the countries next week and pick? Yeah. One, one food from every country. Okay. All right, guys, put your, make sure you eat dinner or something before you listen to the podcast. Fair warning. You are going to get hungry or have, have a, a snack. snack with you. Yep. Have a snack with you. Um, Ooh, I also, I have the unofficial Epcot cookbook. Um, so I can also see if I have recipes for any of the things we pick. Ooh, mm. very nice. I love that cookbook. Um, highly recommend if you guys want cookbooks, there's like the unofficial Disney World one or Disneyland. And then I have the unofficial Epcot one. And they're both fantastic recipes. Very good. Highly recommend. Excellent. Yep. So thank you guys. So look out for next week. We will talk some food. And yeah, thank you guys for hanging out. And we will talk to you guys next time. Have a wonderful week and the best day ever.